This icon is racist. I've never ever been a spy. Can the VBS bank loot? The problem is that pinky. I'll never subject myself to whiteness. I'm listening. Can you have consistency, Honorable Chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not a shape. Sergeant at arms, can you please come in? Welcome to the Sunday Times Politics Weekly. We are back with our first episode for 2020. And to kick it off, we're jumping right into the fray. My name is Goleta Hunter, and I'm joined by an esteemed guest today. The politics editor of the Sunday Times, Ibonga Konge Shoba, welcome. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> Shall we ululate? <laughs> <laughs> and we have a Pure de Clerc, um, my colleague at the Sunday Times politics desk. But before we start, we want to remind you to subscribe to our podcast for free at iuno.fm, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. If you like our podcast or want to engage with us, chat to us on Twitter using the hashtag STPoliticsWeekly or rate us on your favorite podcast app. Welcome, guys. Thanks, Jim. We start this week's podcast at Transnet, just one of the many state-owned entities that are limping from the state capture era. This week, they got a new CEO, Portia Derby, who is a long-term public servant who has worked previously as the Director General of the Department of Public Enterprises. The Sunday Times first broke that she was tipped for the job two weeks ago, and this weekend we got to interview her. But there was a bit of information that overshadowed her appointment that was about the person she was married to and divorced 10 years ago, which is Brian Molefe, who is the former CEO of Transnet. Let's hear what she had to say about it. I've always been my own person, and I just find it so funny that all of a sudden, now, my professional standing yeah. is, is contingent on another person. And for many years, we worked in pretty much same kind of Circles. spaces, and that yeah. never was never uh, an issue. And suddenly, because his integrity is in question, my integrity becomes maligned. So when I thought about this question, in fact, yeah. I must be honest, I reflected on Minister Nkosevzanazum and many other women who've had, because men never get questioned about their allegiances and their partners, right? Yeah. It's only women who have to account. So I decided that actually, Kanita, with all due respect, I'm not accounting uh, to that question. People will yeah. have to judge me on my own. Shola, I think that with the, with the interview with Portia, that the issue of Brian Molefe overshadowed that appointment a little bit. Do you think it was justified in some way? Firstly, I'd I, I like to state that the, the, the Porsche story is a very important story to do. Um, in, uh, in, uh, in the country where there's, uh, the, the, a lot of people have lost hope, uh, people are not being arrested when there's evidence of wrongdoing. Uh, we have our SOEs that are really in tatters. We have ESCOM that can't provide lights. And now we we have someone just being appointed at Transnet. And it was important for us to carry the story for, for that person to tell us what she's going to do. And I think that story gave South Africans hope that there is a, a competent um, individual who is committed to to fixing uh, what is wrong with Transnet. 
I don't think it's that imp- her past is, 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 is that important in, in this context. Uh, but we can't take that away um, that um, she was once married to Brian Molife. And uh, we, we don't think that that was the main issue. That's why we, in, in our story, we did mention it because we can't just ignore it. But the most important part of that story is, is, is what she has promised to do. And that just brings hope in a, in a country where they, you just uh, read about all the stories about corruption mm. and, and and the killing of children the raping of women so it was it, it, it we, we, we took it upon ourselves to say this is the story to tell this is a story that will just bring that little bit of hope of course people will talk about her past um, I, I I don't think it matters because she's a competent individual holds an mm. MBA an individual who has worked in the public service before a former DG so it, her past and and what happened in her personal life before, I think that really comes last. Hmm. I know. I I, I, re, I was really shocked when she when she said uh, in the interview that that the, the for her what 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 would be an important question is the question around perhaps a conflict of interest that now um, Brian Mulefe is under investigation. MNS has already done numerous investigations that put him at the center um, of of so much of wrongdoing, particularly about the uh, you know the locomotives contracts, etc., etc. So so now there's going to be this reporting to her about this man that she was once married to, and she then conceded that that there there could be some purported conflict, and I thought that was interesting for her to say. Okay, set up a team, tell the board. Set up a team. The team deals with the investigations. I don't deal with the investigations. So that if there's any level of conflict, either towards Brian or away from Brian Mulefe, um, it's 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 at an arm's length. What do you think, Abu? Yeah, I think it's quite important because you know perceptions uh, uh, matter, and they tend to end up uh, being the reality that is believed when it's not actually the fact. So um, when she's not. Uh, uh, you see, if there's anything that absolves Brian Molefe and she's involved, people would automatically assume that it's her hand, you see. So what she has and done... And the opposite uh, also. Yeah, yeah, and the opposite, yeah. that she's bitter uh, yeah. because it's, a, it's an ex. So it's a, it's a very difficult position that she found herself in, uh, but I think it's the right approach that she took. Uh, I think it's very much unfair on her. Um, a lot of talk on social media when... Uh, 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 the story uh, uh, was written that is former Brian Molefe's wife and so on and so on and I could see some politicians even uh, making it as if uh, it's, you know sh- she's being favoured or something mm. some, uh, along those lines I think it's unfair on her um, but I think uh, she uh, her comments uh, as, as, as Shoba is saying it gives hope uh, I think she deserves to be given a chance uh, we g- and so we can see what she can do hopefully turn around uh, that SOE She said something interesting about, about interference from the minister and who's the shareholder in Transnet um, and I think that's really a big issue in SOEs broadly whoever they report to whether it's public enterprises energy communications the issue of interference keeps on rearing its head and now when you know the cabinet quarter last week was dealing with, with just what to do with these SOEs that are in turmoil do you think that there's some sort of political will to 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 not have government ministers interfering in state-owned enterprises that's how state 
capture took place. Um, you you had people interfering in, uh, in you had private individuals interfering in how government should operate and who should be appointed and who should be given certain contracts. And it was very good to come out of that Lekutla that they they stated that. Um, uh, to avoid uh, any future uh, instances where there'll be issues of corruption, politicians should not interfere in um, in, in SOEs and in, in other op- operations, in fact, of government. Because really, ministers are there for to to be to drive policy, and um, they're not supposed to to take decisions about who gets a contract, who doesn't. They're supposed to be there to to drive policy, be the political head, and 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 really not interfere and instruct um, uh, officials to do um, uh, 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 to carry wrong instructions. So that commitment coming from that Lekutla tells you that there is some kind of commitment to clean governance uh, from some within the ANC. But we know uh, the ANC, uh, uh, how divided uh, it is. And um, But 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 because the, the, the meeting was able to take such a decision going forward, it means that uh, the people who are at the, at the top table are, are, are willing to commit to clean governance. She, uh, Portia Derby says, said to me in, in the interview that she stands by the principle that any instruction that comes must be in writing. And I mm. think that the lesson from the Gupta leaks, and a minister is going to think twice when, when he or she tells the CEO of a company, appoint so-and-so, or implement this contract or or extend the scope of that contract. And I think that that for her going in, she was on the other side before. She was in public enterprises before. Mm -hmm. So she kind of goes in with with hindsight almost, Abu. Yes. um, Look... Yes, it's important that uh, those instructions are are given in writing. And also, you know, when... uh, uh, the importance of what came out from the Lekhuta also is that people who work at these uh, SOEs, uh, the CEOs and, and, and everyone else, can now, uh, they know that they can rightly uh, uh, say no, uh, knowing that the ruling party has resolved on the matter. Um, it's more likely that the minister who's giving a, a wrong instruction uh, would be the one in trouble than you uh, uh, who is supposed to be uh, doing your job without an interference but uh, you know what you're saying uh, she's from the other side so it, it helps uh, someone who understands the field she understands mm-hmm. the politics uh, uh, from the side of government uh. I mean it's interesting when she said that it won't be seen as an act of war when a CEO tells a minister no. Please send this to me in writing. Oh mm-hmm. no, it's it's because I mean, how many CEOs of state-owned enterprises lost their jobs because they resisted uh, politicians' uh, instructions? Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's the correct approach because she can, if the next time she gets an instruction, she can just refer them to the resolution of the court. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Go to your own party. This is what they they resolved on. But as we know, with the ANC, they take correct decisions. How many of them get implemented, guys? Yeah. Um, yeah, so you might find that there is a commitment from some individuals and some would feel that no, they have a, a right to do whatever they want and, 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 and still issue those illegal structures because they feel that they've got some kind of political backing. But broadly now, um, going into the State uh, of the Nation address coming up next week, do you think that the president can ignore the issue of state-owned enterprises away from appointments, just general state of state-owned enterprises? 
there is no way you can avoid uh, talking about state-owned uh, enterprises because it's the burning issue right now. Uh, he left to address the issue of ESCOM, how they're going to fix it. They've got a new CEO. Things are starting to happen. They've got uh, a new spokesperson. Former <laughs> 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 colleague of ours. <laughs> and SAA, um, the, he, he will have to up, update the nation what is happening with SAA. Are we going to have SAA in the next six months? Uh, what's going to happen? And uh, we will have to say what's happening in other state-owned enterprises. There was a document leaked yesterday uh, about um, uh, uh, the plans going forward for state-owned inter- enterprises. He has to take the, the, the nation into confidence about what's going to happen next. Because, I mean, that whole thing of rationalizing or, <coughs> or merging and doing away, the 740 mm. SOEs, mm. at some point they just need to get rid of them. So, Abu, I think it's going to be the burning issue of state of the nation. I hope, uh, because that's what everyone is talking about. Mm. Um, you know, when everyone, uh, you go to a press conference as a journalist and everyone wants to ask about SAA in a country like ours. Yeah, I've got uh, my views about uh, state, the state-owned uh, airline. But, you know, I mean, the, top, the key issue should be the ones that affect uh, the majority uh, of South Africans who are generally uh, uh, living, uh, you know, not uh, they're not living well. Mm. Uh, we, we we spend so much on grants, uh, 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 child support grants, and so on. And to come out from Elekhotla, which is supposed to be mapping the way uh, uh, for what government is going to be doing the whole year, and the pending issue is about a, a failing airline. It, it tells you that... Uh, but isn't that a, a, a representation of the economy, the SAS-COM is the economy? Yeah, no, no, no. What I'm saying is it's not an issue that affects everyone, except for when we have to take our billions, which we should be using uh, to better the lives of our people, to bail out SAA. So he has to talk about those things. He has to uh, to tell us uh, some of uh, the SOEs that, you know, some of them, yeah, they they are sometimes uh, uh, duplicating here and then and so on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. In coming, I, I think Apu expects too much from the ANC. <laughs> 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 if 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 you if you read that general eight statement and went through the plans uh, for, for 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 the year, you would see that they have nothing really new to offer us. So mm. I, I did not expect that Lekota to come up with anything um, uh, different from for, from that general eight statement, and to expect uh, uh, the president to. To, to, to come up with new ideas of his own. He, he'll, be, he'll be defying his own organizations. These are their processes in the ANC. It starts from the January 8th statement, moves to the court line, goes to the sauna. He can't come up with anything new um, uh, to deal with the issues that you are talking about. Well, we'll wait and see what happens next week. Let's go for a break. And when we come back, we will be discussing a floral suit loving mayor <laughs> <laughs> and why he had to resign. Welcome back. Embattled Swane Mayor Stevens Mokolapa resigned on Sunday after he was given two options by the DA to resign or be fired. So, Apiwe, when Mokolapa issued a statement on Sunday, he said he will resign before the next council meeting at the end of February. Um, but insisted that he did nothing wrong. Also saying that he became, his, his presence in office became a football um, that others with political malice cannot resist kicking around. <laughs> Is he trying to be a martyr? <laughs> 
Look, man, you know, there's, a, there's an interesting comment uh, Shoba said uh, when we spoke about off-air about this issue of Mahalab. The main issue here is, is that there's a recording that was leaked of him being intimate with a former MMC for, ro- for roads and transport. Eh? A subordinate, Sh- really. Shayla, yeah. Look, when you talk to his colleagues in the DNC, no, we don't really have that much of a problem about two consenting adults uh, being intimate with each other. But it is what they were discussing at the time uh, about uh, 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 officials, about uh, fellow uh, councillors, words like which were being used against the speaker and, and so on. So that's the main that's the main issue and you know unlike other politicians where they say no they are after me him it's a recording it's his voice he has never denied it and you know i i don't get where he's coming from with that with that statement but i mean he did a good thing for himself by resigning i mean being fired is you you, you said in your story uh, this past sunday that it was a case of resign or be fired yeah. Um, so how were they going to fire him? So there's a current process that was going to be undertaken by the DA's uh, Federal Legal Commission. Basically, it's a disciplinary hearing. So his colleagues were saying uh, that disciplinary hearing, there's no way uh, that he's going to come up out of that DC still being a mayor based on what has happened. So for him, it's either he resigns or he waits for the inevitable which was going to be the outcome that says, well, chief, uh, we are firing you. And when they are firing you, uh, it can go beyond just saying we are firing you as mayor, mm. but we are firing you mm. from the party, which is which is more uh, serious. Plus, his own caucus had written to, to the DA saying that they don't have confidence in him. So it, it was, the writing was on the wall. But this is what, the fourth, Metro that to fall apart, the third metro that the DA was in charge in to fall apart. Um, Shoban, I mean, has the DA given us any hope that they are able to get their ducks in a row and actually correctly lead municipalities? I mean, this is the second mayor of the DA in Twani. since since uh, 2016, right? As a resident of Twani, I, I think that we, we should, as society, look to other options for for improving our lives, not just look at politicians and expect politicians that they that they can do that. 
the DA told us that where they govern, they govern better. Um, we, some people expected better from the DA. And uh, especially in Tuane, it's been a mess ever since they took over. Uh, scandal after scandal. The declared Africa contract 12 billion rands. Uh, the, the first mayor had to go because of, 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 of such uh, issues. Now this new mayor, scandal after scandal, uh, uh, leaked recording. It, it seems as if it's 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 only in the Western Cape where they can really govern able governments. Uh, but outside of that, it seems as if they are running from uh, one crisis to another. Look at Nelson Mandela Bay. Is the issue coalitions or is the issue the DA? I think the issue is politicians. <laughs> <laughs> the issue is politicians. Unfortunately, we can't get rid of them. So. <laughs> but when we talk, let, let's talk about their mayors, if, if we may. Yes, maybe Western Cape we can we can judge them there but you must remember in the city of cape town how the former mayor there who's now minister of public works how she she left it was it it, it was it had nothing to do with coalitions they are uh, they're in, in charge they're in government but there were a number of issues about her security about uh uh, uh projects uh, uh, and, and appointments and and alleged uh, uh, instructions that she gave about who should be appointed as how the municipal manager should be scored and 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 and, and that much so it, it just there was no coalition in, government there's no coalition government so so it's not a, a matter of coalition and even if we talk about coalition maybe you can have a case when it comes to Nelson Mandela Bay or city of Joburg Instead of Jobek, not so much. Oh. Because you must understand that in Tswane, uh, the politics that made um, Simanga leave had to be the fact that, one, uh, he wanted to be premier candidate. But secondly, they had to, they almost chased him out uh, from that caucus because of their own internal uh, fights. Uh, he wasn't ready. He thought he was going to leave after the elections. In here in Jobek, uh, Mashaba didn't leave because the coalition was falling apart. In fact, the coalition fell apart because Mashaba left, and he left because of the politics of the DA. So uh, this alternative government uh, that is better than the ANC, I, I, it's slowly but surely starting to not be uh, as promised. Eh? So, so it doesn't matter which party the the. the Political divisions, the backstabbing, the fighting, the 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 looting of resources, or that the fight to access to resources is almost you know party blind. It it it, it seems to be the norm. Uh, you look everywhere. You look. You go to KZN. Look at the Etsegwini municipality. They had to change a mayor. Why? Allegations of corruption. Uh, you look at uh, the, the the similarities in in, in all the provinces, mm-hmm. Malanga, Northwest, everywhere you go. So that's why I'm saying that uh, maybe it's about time. I don't know how we, I don't have the answers, but maybe it's about time. <laughs> are you, that, are, uh, are, are, are you joining Mosi in his thing? Yeah, of, uh, man, let's come up with the movement. <laughs> but, but but the thing is that. Um, the DA no longer has the moral high ground it used to have maybe even two or three years ago. That kind of, you know, the the, the school prefect, uh, you know, wagging its finger at the ANC, even 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 in Parliament. I, I, I guess that's why there is that change of approach. Um, Steinhazen has come out to say, my man is uh, leadership 
only concentrated on, on, on criticizing the ANC. Maybe he's going to come up with solutions now. Maybe there won't be, uh, the DA won't uh, jump up and down in, in parliament and criticize the ANC. Maybe they'll offer solutions. Who knows? Shut you up, you Stian Hazen. <laughs> shut up, you Stian Hazen, I say. Are we allowed, <laughs> are we allowed I'm, to say I'm, shut up? I'm, I'm quoting the president. That's what he said about you. <laughs> And shut up, you stay nice and, and listen. You look around no the world. Order, please. I order. want you to shut up. Oh, I really order. do want you to honorable shut up. President. Because order. Honorable, honorable, order, honorable members continues to make an order. But but <laughs> but this thing about about solutions, I mean is there even an appetite for it? Because you, often when I re- reflect and I obviously report a lot on, on the president, I feel like he got this this huge amount of optimism because people were really desperate. So people are looking for solutions wherever they can find it. So do you think that if you know a movement like like what Musi is sort of proposing now as he moves forward um, away from the DA, do you think that that there is that appetite of people just are tired of politicians just politicking? I I, I think that there was um, a, a very positive development this week. Uh, it happened in the Peter Marisbeck High Court when um, a judge um, issued a warrant of arrest. Sound evidence is required to justify his absence from court. And without that evidence, this court cannot do anything else but issue a warrant of arrest. You know the technicalities be, mm. be, be behind that warrant of arrest, implementable only, there is no solution after the 6th of May and stuff like that. But that act uh, says that all are equal before the law. Mm. Because what happens is that people do these things with impunity. Um, they know I, I've got my comrades backing, the president is my party, he will do something or someone will mm. do something. I, I won't go to prison. That's why people are able to instruct officials to do wrong things because mm. they, they, they think that the political power or the position they hold gives them um, the right to do anything, really. So I think that development is is, 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 is very important because it says uh, everyone is equal before the law. And it it, it, it I, I, tell, I told a very uh, uh, personal story to someone yesterday when people were jumping up and down, no, Zuma, we can't arrest him, it's political. And I say, yes, last week I went to renew my driver's license. I got there, my, my license is coming. I got there, they told me I owe 3,000 rand, it's blocked. I had to pay. I didn't have friends who come to the traffic department and protest and threaten mm. to bend down the building so that I can get my my, my license. Sticks. It's the law. Mm. So, uh, if you didn't if, appear in court, you there yes, would have been no yes, of arrest. Yes, so, so it starts there. Th- th- that's the beginning. Mm. That everyone knows that if I do something wrong, the laws of this of this country will will will, will deal with me. So, it's it that was that was that is the start. That's the beginning, and then. From there, maybe people's uh, behavior will change. We'll, who knows? Mm. We, we we hope, uh, we hope. But uh, you know, what uh, what I've seen is that sometimes the more things change, as uh, they say, they always stay the same. Mm. You remember that time of Zuma taking over uh, from uh, Tabombeki? There was that case of the former uh, uh, police chief. Uh, Jackie Selebi. He was the top shot at um, what you call uh, uh, Interpol. Mm. 
that that's a powerful person mm. but we all thought okay the law is taking its course and mm. we are all equal if you could take down mm. Jackie Selim you could take down anyone fast forward 10 years later mm. but so, all, but also i mean uh, we can't discount the fact that you know it was the the effort to to break down the state intensified after that as well but i do think that there's a lot of um interest in 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 just i think i think the public sentiment around what politicians do and what they are able to get away from or get away with across the the political landscape is becoming more and more interesting and and people are just you know for the lack of a better word hurtful um and hopefully i think that um we on this podcast can provide more answers so next week <laughs> shoba is going to tell us what movement we are launching <laughs> thank you so much for joining us please if you want to engage with us on our podcast chat to us using the hashtag #stpoliticsweekly please remember to subscribe to our podcast for free on iono fm spotify apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from by subscribing you will automatically be notified each time a new podcast is released that's all we have time for for today we'll catch you again next time